This is Rama for Today. Well, that's where I met my lovely wife, Tom Bean, Texas. In, in those days, they used to call me String Bean from Tom Bean. You, you, you see, I weighed, you know, with, 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 you know, and I tried to get all the weight on I could so I'd weigh more, but 138 pounds. I mean, with my clothes on, my shoes on, my coat on, my tie on. <laughs> Even 138. You know, just tall as I am now. They call me String Bean from Tom Bean. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the Spirit Within and the Spirit Upon, Volume 2. Next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb who never had walked. Now notice the same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand up on thy feet, and he leaped and walked. And this lifelong cripple was instantly healed. Now I want you to notice that he was not instantly healed by any supernatural endowment, though Paul was supernaturally endowed, or miraculous faculty that Paul was anointed with. He was healed because he had faith. Paul, all he did was just perceived that the man had faith. Well, now, where did he get faith? He got faith from what he heard. The Bible said the same, the man, the crippled man, heard Paul speak. What did Paul speak? He preached the gospel, the seventh verse said. Well, now, is there something about the gospel that would cause faith to come into the heart of a lifelong cripple to be instantly healed? Decidedly, yes. Could one get faith by hearing that Jesus died for our sins according to the scripture? No, he could get faith for salvation from sins. Then Paul must of necessity have not only preached that he bore our sins, but he must have also preached what Matthew eight seventeen said, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And the man, faith, to believe that. How does faith come into your heart to believe that he took your sins? By hearing the word of God preach that he was made to be sin for us. And that he died for us. And that he rose from the dead for us. That he died for our offenses. That he was raised for our justification. That we might be set right with God. And faith comes by hearing that. We hear it preach. We believe it, praise God. And receive remission of sins. By the same token, hearing that himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. This man received faith, you see, and was healed. Now, many are healed that way. I was healed that way. Nobody even prayed for me. The Bible does teach prayer all right. But no one prayed for me. No one laid hands upon me. No one anointed all. No one ministered to me with any divine endowment or miraculous faculty. I just got into the word of God and believed that word. And so you can be healed that way. And, and certainly that's true. But yet right on the other hand, the Bible teaches us that there are those that there is such a thing as ministering under the anointing. And that there is a divine endowment and, and a miraculous faculty. Because that's what the word gifts mean here in connection with healing. Now, now after I was healed as a Baptist boy and began my ministry as Southern Baptist, 
Well, I, I still ministered to the sick, even though I was pastor of a small country church. I, I, I taught, you know, God hears and answers prayer. And, and I taught that uh, that uh, healing belongs to us. Not in the sense that I do now. I didn't have that full light on it. But I saw it. The Bible said they'll lay, believers will lay hands on the sick. And I laid hands on them in faith. I didn't have any anointing. I didn't have any miraculous faculty working in me. I just laid hands on folks in faith, praise God, and saw them heal. We had a lot of healings. But then I was baptized with the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues like they did on the day of Pentecost and like they did in the Acts of the Apostles. And you see, it is the baptism of the Holy Ghost that leads you into these nine manifestations of the Spirit. Amen. It's the one and the only way of entering into them. Praise God. And so, I was baptized with the Holy Ghost the eighth day of April, 1937. And as I say humorously sometimes, received the left foot of fellowship from among the Baptists. And uh, so we, we, uh, we actually turned that little old, little old church into a Pentecostal church. But then in 1938... I uh, I uh, decided, you know, that I wanted to change. I became associated with the Pentecostal movement. And that I wanted to, uh, you know, I'd pastored there over two years and, you know, into my third year, didn't complete three full years. And so I began to ask around, you know, and, I, and so I remember this happened to be Assembly of God and the presbyter said, well, uh, Brother Hagin said, you know, church up at Tom Bean, Tom Bean is a little town down in the southeast corner of Grayson County. Uh, Grayson County, if you don't know where these are, then Collin County, then Dallas County. You know where Dallas is. A lot of people know where the big cities are. See? So we were, you know, uh, Sherman's about 60, 62, 3 miles from, it's the county seat of Grayson from Dallas. And we were down the southeast corner, so we were uh, about the same distance, actually, though we were a little further south, but we were further east. And, uh, and so this is a small town. So I went up and preached. And, and actually, I went back there before I, you know, accepted as pastor. They wanted me to take it. But I just held revival. Then I preached a number of Sundays. And finally, I said to him, okay, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. And, and so there I was pastor. Well, uh, in, that's where I met my lovely wife, Tom Bean, Texas. In, in those days, they used to call me String Bean from Tom Bean. You, you, you see, I weighed, you know, with, 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 you know, and I tried to get all the weight on I could so it'd weigh more, but 138 pounds. I mean, with my clothes on, my shoes on, my coat on, my tie on. <laughs> Amen, 138. You know, just tall as I am now. They call me String Bean from Tom Bean. And so, you know, I, I didn't know a lot. I, in those days, we, we had no teaching. I mean, I mean, they just got us baptized with the Holy Ghost and sort of turned us loose. That's about as far as we knew. We had just to learn some things for ourselves. So, you see, this is 1938 now. And I'd had the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues and did pray in tongues every day and sing in tongues every day and worship God in tongues every day. For, you know, for about 18 months. So I met my wife there. You see, we were married on the 25th day. The 25th day of November of 1938. 
Well, I rented a room in town. They had no postage, anything, this little old church, and, and I had rented a room in town from one of the members. One of the members lived with him. I think I paid him two, $2 to begin with and finally two and a half a week for room, board, and all, you know. And, uh, and so uh, my father-in-law was a farmer in the Blackland. That's Blackland of North Central Texas. And he said to me, son, when you get married, well, just move in here. We've got plenty of room, you know, and room and board won't cost anything. And what, you know, the church pays you, you can sort of save it up and help get started, you know, in life. Because, see, we, we needed all we could get because after we was married, I had a dime left. And so we just bought us a, each one a bar of candy and went broke. <laughs> I mean, we started out on the bottom. We couldn't go any other way but up. When you start there, that's one sense. You don't have to worry about which way you're going because you're already there. <laughs> Amen. So now, now the 25th day of November, 1938, was on a Friday. You know, if anybody ever asked you, you know now. <laughs> and, and so we, we were married on that night, and, and, and you know, we didn't have a honeymoon because you can't take a honeymoon on a dime. And that's what I had after we got married was one, di- two nickels actually, not even a dime, just, just two nickels. I'd rub them two nickels together like I was rich, you know. And then the next day we went to town, you know, with my daddy-in-law and we just, uh, or with, uh, with uh, some other friends out of the church. And so we just uh, spent, decided we'd spend those nickel, just big spenders. <laughs> uh, you know, bought each one of us a candy bar, you know, and, and that's it. So then I preached on my church, and of course I got paid on Sunday, all right. But I preached on Sunday, and then on Monday I moved my belongings over to that farmhouse, you see. Well, I'd just taken what I had, you know, I had books and clothes and boxes, and you know, and I boxed these books up and boxed a lot of personal belongings up. And I don't know, I had a few boxes, I don't know how many of them, seven or eight of them, I don't know, several anyway sitting over in the corner of our bedroom and we're going to straighten it up later but you know uh, that night about nine o'clock well we were going to retire and so my father-in-law and these were good Methodist people now my my they, they were not Pentecostal they came all the time to the full gospel church but my father-in-law said well let's pray and so we knelt there in that old farmhouse to pray and uh, and we prayed for about uh, well actually Spirit of prayer came on me. I'd been doing all my praying, mostly, you know, just privately, but a real heavy burden, an anointing came on me. And, and, you know, I knew these folks came to Full Gospel Church, and I knew they knew we spoke with other tongues and, and all of that, but I didn't know how they'd feel necessarily about me just a bellowing out loud in tongues right there <laughs> in their home, you know, in private devotions. And, and I tried to keep it quiet. And, and, and I'm a very conservative person myself, if you've ever around me, you know that. And I tried to be quiet about it, but it seemed if I was quiet about it, I just kept building steam up inside until I was going to burst wide open. And finally, I just, after a while, throwed caution to the wind. <laughs> and I started praying as loud as I could, because I, I felt more relief that way, in other tongues. And I prayed hard and fast in other tongues for about an hour and a half. Yeah, it wasn't an hour and a half because we knelt down there at nine o'clock and I don't know, I had been praying a little quietly in tongues for a little while, a few moments, not too awful long. 
because I know, I know when this happened. At 10.30, you see, the Lord said to me, lay your hand on your wife and I'll fill it with the Holy Ghost. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled, Called of God. The next book in this offer is from Lynette Hagan entitled, God's Positioning System. The next in this offer is the CD from Craig Hagan entitled, The Greater Mentality. And last but not least is the CD from Denise Hagan Burns entitled, Holy Spirit, the ultimate best friend. All this for the special price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. It's because we have Word Partner Club members. And you say, well, what's a Word Partner Club member? Well, it's somebody that prays for us regularly. Yes. And somebody that sends an offering at least once a month to help support uh, Rama. You can go to rhema.org and slash WPC and, yes. and sign up. It doesn't matter how much. Every offering counts when it all gets here because of you. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on The Spirit Within and The Spirit Upon, Volume 2. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.